Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Story time. So me and a group of three other friends went camping the summer after we graduated from high school. We ended up going to this place that is next to a government enclosed cliff dwelling that literally took over an hour off of a normal trail to get to. This was awesome for me since I am into ancient stuff like that. So we went under the fence to explore this cliff dwelling and found a ton of interesting things, broken pottery, arrowheads, bones, etc. and everything was fine. We started a fire around nightfall and were cooking hot dogs when my friend that showed us this place started saying he feels uneasy like someone or something is watching us. I couldn't tell if we was messing around with us or not, but my other friend, Brandon, coming back from a piss, stated he saw a mountain lion and that could be what my other friend is referring to. The night continues, and we are just bullshitting with each other. My friend still feels uneasy and that is when we see glowing eyes of what we believe is a mountain lion maybe 30 to 40 feet in front of us. This startled me as glowing eyes in the darkness is creepy as hell. As the night went on, we began seeing more glowing eyes out in the darkness. We all started feeling uneasy so put more wood in our fire and decided to call it a night. Two of my friends slept in the car and my uneasy friend and I slept in his tent. We eventually went to sleep, but I was awoken in the middle of the night, around 3 am. 
I was woken up due to the sound of footsteps and whispering outside our tent. I was shitting bricks at this point and was too scared to investigate. The whispering and footsteps eventually turned into what sounded like multiple people running around outside and heavy breathing like if a group of people were just sprinting and hopping around our campsite. This was easily noticeable and quite loud, but my friend in the tent with me was still asleep. I woke him up to what was going on outside as I did not want to experience this alone and we were both freaking out and too scared to really do anything about it. The sprinting and heavy breathing disappeared as if that group of people started running away. It was completely silent at this point and after what was probably 15 seconds of silence bright lights started flashing upon our tent from everywhere. I say everywhere because they were literally on all sides and coming from above us like something was flashing us from the sky. This probably happened for about 15 seconds and stopped. Nothing else happened the rest of the night. When the sun started coming up, we got out of our tent and there was no footprints, besides ours going into the tent, around where we were hearing everything. We spoke with the two other friends that were in the jeep and they stated they heard no noises or saw any lights throughout the night. I am sorry for the long post as I probably could have made it a lot shorter. I still am not sure what happened or if my two other friends were just messing with us, but they state that they did nothing like that to this day. Does anyone have any explanation as to what the hell happened to my friend and I that night? I once found a big pile of fresh doo-doo in the middle of a trail. Looked around and saw a figure about 15 yards away in the bushes. Once they noticed I noticed them, it bolted full speed at me. I turned around so quick and ran the way I came from to my car. Once I got in my car and locked the doors the figure which happened to be a deranged man was running out of the entrance still locked onto me. He jumped on my hood and smeared shit on my windshield. I put it on reverse and burned out from there making him fly off my hood. Once I got some distance and time to reflect what the F just happened I called the sheriff. They found him and said I stumbled upon a felon on PCP who robbed a few houses in the city and they've been on the hunt for him for a few weeks. Preface, I didn't particularly see anything in this story. So if anybody can direct me to a more appropriate sub, please feel free to do so. Just a weird incident that happened while hiking. This happened two years ago this summer. Every year in July my whole family gets together for a big reunion or campout. We had been going to a certain spot up in the mountains for the previous three years or so. It had just rained really heavy, and still being kids is hard. My cousin and I had decided to set off into the woods in search of frogs, salamanders, or any other intriguing critters. As I said, we had been going to the same spot for a while now, so my cousin and I knew the immediate area well. We agreed that our best option would be a small creek just outside of our little campsite. Standing on one side of the creek and looking into it put our campsite directly behind us, and on the other side of the creek, there was a very large hill with a pretty steep incline. After looking around for a little while, we had come up empty-handed, and we were just walking around chit-chatting at that point. He said he had to take a leak and that made me have to take one too. So we each find a tree and start going behind our respective restrooms. Just as I started to go, I heard a crack come from up the hill. Not like something or someone stepped on a twig. I mean a thunderous crack. If you can imagine a giant man uprooting an entire pine tree, and breaking it over his knee, that's what this sounded like. And it was not a gunshot. I have been around guns, and have hunted for the better part of my life. This sound was not a gunshot. This was an unmistakable sound of wood snapping. I peek my head around my tree and find my cousin looking right back in my direction. His expression was one of pure fear and concern. Probably the same face he saw looking back at him. Was that you? He asked no, that wasn't you? I replied no simultaneously we both scrambled to get the hell out of there. And I know that you're never supposed to run from a bear, but we didn't care what it was. In our panic we just wanted to get as far away as possible from whatever it was. We made it back to the campsite just fine. 
To this day, I can't confidentially say what it was. I'd like to say it was a huge bear, just to justify my irrational fear of them. But logically, it could have just been a right place right time situation, and a tree had broken just as my cousin and I were standing there. Regardless, scared the shit out of both of us, and we still laugh about it to this day. I've been seeing some really freaky stuff out at my uncle's ranch outside of Flagstaff. I should probably preface this a bit. I'm very close with my uncle, and my parents were, let's just say, unable to properly take care of me when I was in my teens. So, I went to live with my uncle for a few years until I turned 18. Things were pretty normal for the most part. However, at night, things seemed to take a turn for the worse and it only progressively got worse. This is actually kind of hard for me to type out because I know a lot of you probably won't believe me. But I didn't believe this stuff either until I saw it with my own eyes. There were a few times at night when I would see bizarre things, evil things. Sometimes, there would be these weird lights in the sky, far off in the distance, accompanied by weird noises. Everything from screams to house bangs and booms. Sometimes I would hear weird banging on our house and windows while we were trying to sleep. I remember one night specifically, I woke up to the horses freaking out. Something had spooked them. My uncle was gone at the time, so it was my job to tend to things when he wasn't there. I was only 16 at the time, so I had to man up real quick and grab a flashlight to go see what was going on. As I was making my way to the stalls, I practically screamed in terror as I saw what I could only describe as a 10-foot-tall, bear-looking thing run off in the distance. It almost had the face of something that would resemble a bear. It had a snout, but it was hunched over with its arms and hands curled closer to its body, yet it was running on two feet. It was dark, and this thing moved so fast I couldn't get a really good look at it, even though I can give you the above details. I also noticed that it had unusual eye shine. Actually, I would say it had more like an eye glow than anything else. I remember I screamed out loud, what the, expletive, was that? I quickly made it into the stalls, and the horses were freaking the hell out. I spent some time trying to calm them all down and eventually got them calmed down enough to go back to the house. It was almost 3 in the morning. I was so freaked out by the whole ordeal, I wasn't able to just fall right back to sleep. I kept hearing weird noises off in the distance and what sounded like heavy thudding that would come close to the house and then stop, as if somebody with huge boots sprinted right up to the house and then just stopped. I'm really not sure how to describe it. There have been other times we've seen a weird blue light off in the distance and weird noises that happen at the same time. I remember another time when my uncle was home, and this happened to be in the evening when the sun was setting. I remember sitting in the living room with my uncle, and this weird, pale-looking face popped up in the window, staring at us. It didn't have a nose but did have sharp teeth and weird, reptilian-like eyes. I froze in terror. My uncle jumped up, grabbed his rifle, and bolted out the door. This thing disappeared. I sat there, gritting my teeth in total anxiety and utter silence. It wasn't long before the silence was broken by my uncle's gunshots and him screaming. I knew I had to go help, so I got up, and before I could make it to the door, he came running back in, slamming the door behind him and locking it. He was bleeding profusely from his left arm. I couldn't tell if he was clawed or bitten, but what I had to do was go run and tear up a shirt to use it as a bandage to stop the bleeding. It was that bad. I remember asking him if I should call 911, and he quickly told me not to, that it was a waste of time. Things had subsided after that, and the rest of the evening calmed itself down. It was later revealed to me that he's been having weird issues and things showing up on his property long before it ever shown up there. He's called 911 and the police out there before. Of course, they're never able to find any evidence of such things happening and have threatened to arrest him and detain him again if he calls 911 one more time. The typical not me but. But it was quite interesting. 
Friend of mine was hiking alone and when it got darker he noticed someone behind trees watching him. It was a literal Jason Voorhees from Friday the 13th he said. He was a huge 2 meter guy with wide shoulders, the mask and fitting outfit and also a machete or axe, don't remember what my friend exactly said. He got stalked for some time until he had enough and went back home because he was really creeped out. Sure, it was mostly someone pulling off a prank but I wouldn't feel comfortable hiking and camping when someone is following me in a Jason costume. Wasn't on a hike at the time of the occurrence but I was in my tent camping between hiking spots and I heard a rustle at about 2 am. A little ripping noise and maybe like some leaves breaking. We kept our backpacks next to our tent against a tree and it seemed like maybe someone was moving my bag. So I zipped the tent open getting ready to yell at someone who was looking through my bag. There was a huge bear's ass just right in my face and his face was in my backpack munching away on some leftover food I forgot to put in the bear can. So I zipped that shit shut and laid back down trying to think of a happy place. Took about an hour before the noises stopped and he left. Almost shit myself to be honest. This story is from a few years ago but my mother and I remember every single detail of what happened, but I would like some advice. I'm just not sure what we saw. So when I was about in middle school my mom and I were driving home. It was winter and a full moon because I remember the snow glowing under the moon. It was only 6pm but really dark. So we are going about 55 miles per hour when this thing crosses and stops in front of us. The only way I can describe it is that it was if you combined a deer, a dog, and a human. It stood about as tall as our windshield, it had the legs of what I can describe as a deer, its back was hunched over, and walking on all fours. It had the head of a dog, minus ears, but its eyes were white and it didn't have a tail. The freakish thing about this creature was its skin. It wasn't a canine with mange or anything. It had actual human skin all the way down its legs, too long to be dog legs. It had a rotting meat odor and some parts of the flesh were broken open like if you would scrape your knee. It was pale white and you could see its veins. This thing was fast. It stood there and just ran across the road in the blink of an eye. My mom had to pull over to calm down, but we both saw it. This sighting was in southeastern Ohio, near Gallipolis. Did we see a crawler? I realized my experiences were not just normal things in the wilderness and outdoors. These experiences continue to trouble me to this day. My first one was when I was a kid. My dad was a logger so we spent most of our time in the outdoors and woods camping and fishing and camping near my dad's job site since it was easier to camp nearby than for my dad to drive those distances every day. Most of those camping trips were normal. The last camping trip we went on, a job site camping trip, was a weird one. On normal camping trips, my dad would always bring along his rifle or pistol due to the bears and mountain lions that were always around. But this time he was worried. He brought both his rifles and pistol. He specifically told us kids and my mom to not go wandering off or go too far from the campsite. His explanation was that there had been a big bear spotted in the logging site and near camp. It seemed to have shaken him and he was a logger, nothing ever shook him like that but he never said anything else about it and never wanted to camp again. That was the last time we camped near one of his job sites. He openly says, even to this day, that he hates camping but never says why. I didn't see or hear anything out there on that trip but there was an uneasy feeling that I had not felt while camping before. So I wonder what was really going on. My next experience was about 6 years ago. I used to take my kids camping about 45 minutes from where we currently live. We'd go every summer. It allowed the kids to be able to just be kids and have fun camping. The last camping trip we went on was at the same place we had been going to every year. It was not a normal camping trip, far from it and it still makes my hair stand on end just thinking about it. 
We tried camping there two more times after this one I'm going to tell you about but ended up coming back home. It just didn't feel right out there anymore. It started out normal but quickly went to strange and creepy. We had our tents set up right next to each other. One was mine, and the other two were my kids' tents. They were not small tents, the tops of them stood taller than I am and I'm 51. You'll understand why I added that when you read my experience. The first night was a bit odd because we heard strange noises in the campground that we had not ever heard before. I figured it was raccoons because they were known to be out there but my kids and I had an uneasy feeling that we could not pin down to anything that would cause it. We all tried to shrug it off and enjoy our camping trip. That night my kids wanted to sleep in the car so I agreed and we all slept in the car. The next day we found tracks too big to be a raccoon so I thought it's got to be a coyote. But the tracks looked odd. So I snapped a couple of pics of them with my phone and sent the pics to my dad. He hunted and worked in the woods for over 20 years so he knows animal tracks. I asked him what they were and his response shocked me. He said he honestly didn't know, which was odd. If it had been raccoons he would have identified that right away. The tracks were all over our campsite and too big to be raccoons but didn't look like coyotes either. They looked canine of some sort with skinny long feet and claws. We all slept in the car the third night and saw the same prints again but they had circled the car. We talked about it to the fish and wildlife officer that had come out there that day and he shrugged it off and said they get raccoons out there all the time and it was nothing to worry about. He wouldn't even look at the tracks, trying to keep things light and fun. I just told my kids it wasn't anything to worry about but they could sleep in the car again. I didn't want to scare them so I tried to do what we normally do while camping. I stupidly decided to sleep in my tent that night and my kids slept in the car. My back was on fire from sleeping in the car for two nights so I slept in my tent. I had an overwhelming sense of uneasiness so I stayed away and started reading a book on my Kindle hoping it would put me at ease and take my mind off the feeling I had. It didn't but I tried to go to sleep anyway. After reading for a bit that feeling hit even stronger and harder. Then I heard a deep heavy grunt from something very large. No way that was from a coyote. Whatever that came from had to be very large and heavy from the sound of that grunt or snort. I was scared out of my mind. I thought of my kids in my car. I knew that they were safer than I was in a tent, with no protection from a tent. But I was scared for the safety of my kids and I knew whatever this thing was it was between me and my kids in my car, so I had no chance of getting to them. If I ran and the car was parked far enough from my tent that there was nothing I could do but wait listen and be ready to get my kids at all costs. Luckily that didn't happen. I didn't hear anything after that so I eventually went to sleep after peeking out of the door of the tent and not seeing anything or anyone out there. The next morning, I got out of my tent and got ready to start breakfast. I went to the tent directly next to mine because I wanted to see if an animal had gotten in there or tried to because we had an empty cooler in there. So I opened up the tent and was shocked. Something had torn the back of that tent from the top of it down to the bottom in three long tiers about a foot to a foot and a half apart and along the bottom of the tent. Where the back meets the ground was torn all the way across the bottom. I've never seen that before. No way a raccoon did that. The cooler had not been touched, no scratches or bite marks on it and the lid was still on and in place. It didn't have hinges to keep the lid on. I didn't hear the ripping of the tent at all and I should have heard that. There's no way I would have missed it. I didn't sleep heavily that night. I was on edge and ready to protect my kids so I can't explain how I didn't hear that racket of the tent being shredded like that. I said earlier, we did try to go camping there again after that but none of us felt comfortable there. It was always the same uneasy feeling so we stopped camping. Where we live there are not many campsites unless you want to drive hours away which was and is not an option. But in all honesty, my kids and myself just don't feel the same about camping anymore. There's just no desire for it. I don't know what that was out there nor do I care to know but I do have a few thoughts on what it may have been and it's not a normal animal. I live in Watertown, Wisconsin 
which is in Jefferson County. Back in the fall of 2002 I was 17 years old and had an experience with six or seven friends on County Road Y. The encounter was an apparition and a UFO sighting or landing within 20 to 30 minutes of each other. The night began with a group of friends coming over to my parents' house on County Road Y. It was a foggy night, so my friends and I were riding our bikes up and down the road ahead of my parents' house. The property was an old farm and the main part of the house was a log cabin built in the 1840s. A big barn and garages were sitting on about 5 acres. As we were riding our bikes in front of the barn on the road, one of my friends said, what is that thing? We all looked and it was a figure of a woman that was wearing old time garb. She was orange like in color and just a tad see-through. The weirdest thing was the very jerky movements she was making. It seemed like her movement was like a skipping of a record or something like that, very choppy. It was creepy, to say the least. We watched the woman for a while. None of us six or seven teenagers were too scared for some reason and we all watched it for a few minutes and then went back to riding bikes. About 20 minutes later my friend Josh pointed out a very bright white light in the sky. We stopped riding our bikes to look at it. Josh pulled out a laser pointer pen and shined it at the light. The light then made a huge J shape in the sky. No airplane or helicopter could fly fast enough to make a giant J shape in the sky that fast. So after making the J in in the sky, we heard an extremely loud whooshing sound almost like a huge turbine or engine was shutting off. It seemed like the object had landed in a backfield. That did scare all of us teenagers and we ran as fast as we could into my parents' house and stayed there for the night. The whole night had a strange vibe to it. I will never forget it. It was November 17, 2017, at approximately 3 p.m. I was driving home on the interstate, I-57, and headed north. I had been capturing a lot of UFOs on camera outside of Effingham, Illinois where I work. It got to the point that it seemed I could get at least two or three photos a week by just randomly taking photographs of the sky. They were either triangles, rectangles, or shaped like a bottle of Pennzoil. On this day I felt I was being watched, so I decided to film my rearview mirror on the driver's side. I noticed immediately an object by the sun, lowered its altitude, and then went back up. It reminded me of a large insect or robot. It stayed with me flying up over bridges as I went under them and dodged other vehicles. At one point it had to maneuver around trees on the side of the road. It had half a ball of light on the bottom and smaller ones with it. I thought it shot at me and could hear something hit my vehicle. At one point a small projectile nearly hit a school bus. I became angered at that point and said do you know who I am? That is when an orb shot towards them. Either from me or from somewhere else. I lost track of it as I got into town. The entire event lasted approximately 15 minutes. During the event, I felt attacked and invaded. After a few months, I felt almost as if it was a test. I feel like that because I have many photos and another video of black objects going into a partial rainbow. I had three cameras running that day. One was in sepia mode and captured them and an orb came out of a field. The two cameras without sepia captured only the rainbow. By the way, I was unable to capture a photo of the object. I thought that I had, but the image on my digital camera was totally blank. I'm telling this story for the first time. The only other people who know about this are my immediate family members. I know it sounds completely fabricated and I have no way to prove any of it. But it happened. I'll do my best. I'm originally from Ireland. I moved to the States roughly 20 years ago. This story takes place in County Clare, Ireland when I was about 15 years old. One afternoon I was walking through the woods near my home. I was alone. I was a loner in my youth, and I would often stroll the woods until I found a tree to sit beneath and write. Writing has always been my hobby. My point is that I was very familiar with these woods. I felt safe there. 
On this particular day, I was walking a path to a specific tree that was my favorite to sit beneath. The sounds of the woods were all around me. There was a gentle breeze, and while I couldn't see the birds I could hear them. It was comforting. And then it all stopped. Everything became unnaturally still. The air was still, the birds stopped twittering, and I no longer heard a single thing. I had never experienced this before. It was as if I had suddenly become deaf. There was just nothing. No sound, no movement, no breeze. At this point, I had started to become anxious. I wasn't yet afraid but I started home anyway. The feeling in the woods was not what I was used to. I was no longer comforted, so I decided to go home. It was then that I saw movement from the corner of my eye. Nothing I could pinpoint, but a dark shape that was just. There. And then it wasn't. Everything else was still that eerie calm. I started to walk faster, and then the black shape again. This time on my other side. Now I was afraid. I began to run. I still heard nothing but I was sure something was chasing me. When I reached my home I ran inside and slammed the door, fully expecting my mum to yell at me for slamming. But she wasn't there. In fact, nobody was home. That was a bit odd but not unheard of. Finally gaining some sanity I decided I needed tea. Now. So I began to boil the water for tea. And then there was a knock at the door. I jumped. My heart rose to my throat. Nobody knocked in these parts. It was a small village where everyone knew everyone else. Everyone was family. There was no knocking. There was a friendly oi there and then people came in, so a knock was strange. I crept over to the glass in the door and peeked out. I noticed two things right away that terrified and confused me. The first was a child. A girl of maybe 10 or 12, looking not at me but at her feet. The second thing scared me to my toes. It was getting dark. How was that possible? I had left to go on my walk in midday. The sun had been fully out and I had been gone no longer than 40 minutes. How then was it dark? I looked at the clock. It was almost 7. How? How had I misplaced 5 hours? The knock came again and I jumped again. I didn't open the door. I called out, Oi there. Can I help you? The girl didn't look up. She said I need to come in. Please let me in she had no accent. She wasn't Irish. There was no lilt to her voice. She sounded American. I called out again, I can't let you in. But I'll ring someone if you need help. The child still didn't look up. She said, No, that won't work. I need to come in. At this point, I had had enough of the strange scary child. She was freaking me out. I wanted my mom. I wanted my dad. I wanted to know where five hours of my life had gone and I was so frightened at this point that not even tea was going to help. So I did what any teenage girl would do when faced with a situation such as this. I screamed and ran to my bed. I covered myself with my blanket and waited for my mum to come home. These were pre-cellular phones and I was not going to risk going to the kitchen to phone someone. Plus I had no idea who I would call. The girl was still knocking on the door. But she never moved to a window or to the back door. She stayed at the front door. After a while, I got my nerve up to go check again. It had been silent for a bit. I went to the door and looked out the glass. The girl was still there. But she was no longer at the door. She was sitting on the fence. She was no longer looking down. She was looking right at me. And in the fading light, it looked like her eyes were pitch black. I screamed again and ran back to the safety of my blanket. Eventually, my mum came home. I told her what happened. She decided that it was my overactive imagination but she did call down to the shops and the pub to find out if anyone in town had American family visiting or if anyone knew who the girl was. Nobody did. My grandmother told me I had survived an encounter with the fae, fairies, and that I was lucky. She was the only one who ever believed me. I never saw the girl again. I never missed time again. I never felt the absolute stillness. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. ...in the woods again, when I got up my courage to go back. After I moved to the States and years later I heard of black-eyed children. My story seemed to coincide with that. But that's ridiculous, right? I still have no explanation. Demon? Fairy? The fae are said to be evil and will kidnap children and the woods were near a fairy hill, ghost? Black-eyed child? I don't know. But it happened. I swear to that. My dad's side of the family is very strict religious in sort of a cult-like manner. Luckily, my dad and aunts came out kinda normal but my grandparents are very weird. Love y'all Lamau. My mom's side of the family is the complete opposite. Both her and her dad have always been sensitive to paranormal shit and both have some wild stories. My grandfather is a very wise wizard-like man with a long track record of psychedelic journeying if you will, and I sort of relate all of our experiences to him. Anyway here's some weird shit that has happened to us. I was born in 2004 and have had paranormal experiences throughout my life. In my first house, I mistook a woman in a dress for my older brother. When I told my parents I saw him leave they told me he was already at school and we were the only ones in the house. My younger brother and I would always see red firefly-like dots dance above us while we were laying in bed. Doors would slam and there would always be noise that couldn't be explained. In 2013 we moved into a new house where my parents saw a dark hunched raccoon-like figure on multiple occasions. There was also a motion-activated light in the hallway by my room that would go off by itself around 2 to 3 a.m. on multiple occasions. My sister's room was across the hall and told me that there was a time when she walked past my room and saw me sitting straight up in bed staring right through her eyes. She said she told me to go to sleep and I replied I am sleeping, can you not see that I am sleeping? I never saw the figure that my parents did but one of my older brother's friends saw it crawl up the stairs. F that. We moved again in 2017 into my parents' current house, and this is where we have all had the most intense experiences. First off, their house is in an older neighborhood with a lot of original owners still in their homes. Secondly, the previous owner of the house informed my dad that the next door neighbor hung himself on the back porch a few years prior. Apparently, the man had been hanging there long enough for turkey vultures to be swarming on his body and landing on the neighboring houses. When the body was found, his neck was so stretched that his feet almost reached the ground. This will come into play later. When we first moved into this house, my mom and I would talk about how clean and empty of entities this house felt. This all changed around a year or two after we moved into the house. My sister had her first daughter around this time and lived in an apartment with her boyfriend, now husband. My niece started having violent night terrors and would always tell my sister random aspects of another life she lived with all of her old friends. One weekend, my sister came over and dropped my niece off to spend the night. While she was over, she kept telling us that all of her friends were there with us. I personally believe this entity used my niece to get into our house. Call me crazy because I just might be hmm. Anyway, after my niece made that comment, the house never felt the same. It started out innocent and loving. There were multiple times I would feel a warm presence of my late uncle and even felt him put his hand on my shoulder a couple times. After the good however, there was a small leak of darkness that kept flooding the house. Shadows would move out of the corner of my eye, I would have terrifying nightmares, and always smelled a gross fishy smell in the media room. The strangest part is that for a while my mom and I would both feel cycles of good and bad in the house at the same time. I would make a comment about seeing something and she would. Look me dead in the eyes terrified telling me she saw the same thing. One time in particular, 
I walked out to the garage to grab a drink and saw a very tall, around 8 feet, slender pitch black figure looking at me behind my mom's car. When I came back in she just saw it on my face and all she said was, I know, they're back, I saw him too. This cycle of clean to evil kept getting stronger and more active in the house. The peak of the darkness happened right at the end of the main COVID lockdown BS. This is when it would visit me in my room at night and F with me all night long. Like clockwork, right around 2 to 3 AM I would experience a crippling feeling of terror and know that it was in the room with me. There would be a visible dark fog like haze that would fill the room like smoke. All outside sounds of bug, animals, or wind would go dead silent. My TV and phone would both disconnect from the Wi-Fi, stop working, and I would be left alone with this being. I would hear knocks moving around my room, the floor creaking like footsteps, and my blinds would get pulled and let go to hit and bounce on my windows. On one occasion, I decided to be a man and rolled over to face whatever was in my room. This is probably one of the scariest things that has ever happened to me. When I rolled over, I saw a figure crouching down by my door. Frozen with fear, I kept staring and watched this figure that was even darker than a pitch black room stand up to a terrifying height and stretch its arms and neck straight up in sort of a dominating threatening position. This thing literally reached the ceiling with the tips of its fingers and head. Around 9 feet tall. I got a pretty good look at the thing and could see it was wearing a black hat and trench coat. I told my parents about this in the morning. My mom believed me but my dad always thought we were crazy and tried to play everything off as us experiencing sleep paralysis or just being crazy. Fast forward to 2022 my parents. Had some friends in town staying at the house. I came downstairs one night while they were hanging out on the couch and my dad called me over. I could tell that they were all sort of on edge and my dad's friend described to me the same thing I saw but walking across the second floor balcony. Fast forward again to January of this year, I had a buddy over and we both took LSD the first time. We were hanging out in the media room, where I used to get that weird fishy smell, and also the closest room in the house to the neighbor that hung himself. When we were both peeking in our own worlds listening to music, he said he opened his eyes and saw and described the exact same figure. Stretched arms and neck, hat and trench coat. The crazy thing is that he didn't bring it up until a couple months later and I had never told him about my experience with it. The weirdest part is that he even told me that it wasn't the acid placing that vision in his head. He felt terrified like this thing was actually looking at him. I haven't had any bad experiences in around 6 months and actually feel really good right now. My dad however had an encounter with Anubis. He remembers waking up and watching Anubis walk out of his bathroom stand at the foot of his bed, and stare him directly in the eyes. He has always been a skeptic but after that experience he has opened up about other things that have happened in his life that he believes to be paranormal. Anyway Teresa our story. Believe it or don't but to my mom and I it's reality. If y'all got any questions or wanna know more LMK and I'll answer. When me and my best friend went up to her cabin in the woods we would go smoke a joint and go for a walk in this dirt pathway near her cabin. While we were walking back we kept hearing footsteps behind us. It was pitch black around us except for the flashlight we had plus the flash on our phones. When we would walk faster we could hear the footsteps move faster. We eventually stopped and looked around to see, and both saw a dark mass shape of a man run behind a tree. We had the lights pointed right at it and it was darker than the night sky around it and had no human features besides the shape of a body. We flipped out and both bolted towards her cabin. It freaked us out the entire weekend. We were driving to work one night. And as we drove up the road to exit our area we saw what appeared to be a very sickly pale, like almost white human-like creature. That appeared emaciated, it was moving on all fours and unnaturally fast. Me and my husband both saw it and turned to each other to confirm that we both saw the same thing. Because we were just completely caught off guard. 
It ran in the opposite direction from where we had to turn, thank goodness. A few nights ago I had the strangest feeling I was being watched and couldn't fall asleep. I turn over in my bed and open my eyes and I see this tall void of shadow. Shaped like a person, around 9 feet tall, and just a faceless void looking down at me. I was laying there feeling scared and restless. It was a shadow person, but it was an odd experience considering that hasn't happened to me since I was a child. Out with my boys on my land, broad daylight, with a new 3206 I gifted to my oldest for hunting. Not hunting this day, but just target shooting. We all saw, at the same time, an enormous black figure moving away from us. A shadow is the best way to describe it and, I don't know. Perhaps 10 foot in height. So frightened for my boy's safety that yeah, I fired at it. It disappeared when I shot. Did intense research and found the area at one point was known as a Native American burial site. Neither myself or my boys went in those woods again and eventually moved away. Ain't scared. But sorry, F that shit. I have no idea what kind of cryptid they were, but I was hiking once, in broad daylight, and what can only be described as elves or goblins were in the trees. They were barely visible, and you would only catch a flash of them as they hid behind the trunks and larger branches. Peripherally, you could make out hands, faces, and most importantly, eyes, constantly watching me as I hiked. On another occasion, I know what it is by local lore, but I dare not say the name in text. I saw what I'll describe as the skull of a great antlered deer on a long and tall, about 8 to 10 feet tall, black humanoid body in the distance. I maintained a great reverence and respect from a distance. I have seen death, Abaddon. When my grandmother died it stood in my room when it was night. My grandmother was a devoted Christian, it was a dark entity standing in from of my door. I woke up and I was in shock. After I calmed down a bit it spoke to me. It said, we lost the battle for the soul of your grandmother. But I'm sure that your soul will be ours. After that it stayed and looked at me. Finally my brain was working enough to say something back. I said, in the name of Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit I command you, leave me, it responded with, ha ha ha, I know him but who are you? Then I replied, again, in the name of the spotless Lamb, by the authority given by blood of Jesus and the words of his testimony, I command you again, leave me. After that it left me alone with a lot of cursing. That was my first experience with the upper natural world. After this I started taking courses to understand the upper natural world and how to fight the demons that are living there. After this I preached for a lot of people the evangelic of Jesus Christ and I witnessed with my own eyes the Holy Spirit do wonderful things. But I saw with that I saw more demons visited me. But I can handle it now. I know they can't hurt me as long as I stay close to my faith and repent my sins. A hat man is the one I got the clearest look at, multiple times. He never appeared again after we moved though. The other creature I have a hard time describing. At this point I lived in a new house and was a bit older, 8 to 10 or so, and I started sleeping with my light on most of the time, dimmed. I woke up in the middle of the night, and when I sat up I realized this thing was in my room. It was only a couple feet tall and appeared to be made of what I can only describe as kids craft bones. They looked like something you could buy at Michael's around Halloween. Thin plastic and concave on one side with a bit of fuzzy texture added to them. Its face was a skull mask of the same material but had almost a tribal look to it. It was standing in the middle of my rug doing a silly little jig and not really looking at me. I have no idea why. But my first instinct was to leap out of bed and bum rush this thing. As I tackled it, it fell apart into its pieces and they began swirling around the room like they caught in a whirlwind. 
at that point I had the WTF is going on, am I dreaming? Thought and rubbed my eyes or face. In that second between rubbing my face and opening my eyes it was all gone and I was just sitting on the floor. Hat man. Outside, across my street in front of a lighted church sign that is 12 feet tall. Had to have been 10 feet. I looked out and saw what looked like a huge man standing there, then he walked behind the sign and disappeared. I got my husband to go check it out, and there were no footprints in the fresh snow. Days prior to this, my husband had a friend over who insists he is followed by a demon and that this demon shows up in pictures taken of him. Of course the group laughed and began taking pictures, the ones that take hundreds every few seconds, and sure enough, in one photo. There was a huge ass dark figure of a man in a tall hat behind him. Only in the one photo. Also, that week, we heard running up and down our steps on two occasions. Then, after I saw the shadow man outside, it ended. My god, that was a couple of years ago, and I'm so scared now that I probably won't sleep thinking about it. Well, I grew up in a haunted house. There was a huge amount of activity regularly, most constantly was noise and things being thrown or moved. It was a very old house that has seen a lot of death both in the home and the surrounding areas, it was an old mining town. Anyways, I would see things thrown across the room, not just fall but thrown so hard that if it was class it would break and flew from one side of the room to the other. There was also this very large black thing, you could see the shape but there was no definition but looked human shaped. All I know is that it was always angry and would go out of its way to f with you. My friends wouldn't sleep over anymore because of things that happened there. Like a picture lifting away from the wall but still sitting on the hook like someone grabbed the bottom of it and made it swing back and forth, but it was like it was almost horizontal. It's not something an earthquake could cause without destroying the entire home. Oh and there was an old woman who watched over the children, she was seen by multiple people. She looked like she was in her nightgown and had a sleep cap on. I remember her being kind, but it was still scary. I could go on, there are so many stories. Ghouls Ghouls are very real and they are a product of necromancy. They were originally used to guard tombs in Kuwait and Afghanistan. They since have been freed from their tombs and roam the desert. They have black rotting skin and large yellow eyes and claws that grow up to one foot in length. Powerful families have imported or created them in the United States as well. They avoid cities due to the noise and lights and instead roam the mountains eating anything living that they come across. Bullets do nothing but anger them. If you encounter one, do not try to kill it. Instead, run away. Outrunning them is almost impossible but it is better than fighting them. They also do not talk and cannot be reasoned with. I actually saw ball lightning as a kid, really close. I was on the right hand side of the backseat of our car, looking ahead as we were slightly going uphill on a normal road in some small town. It came straight down towards us, rolling on the sidewalk. The insides of it were a wild mix of what some marbles look like inside and the inside of certain jellyfish, all the while shooting short blue rays of electricity in all directions. When it was about where I was, it took a sharp turn away into the yard between houses, and I lost sight of it. Later in life, I saw two UFOs at once. I was standing awkwardly at my window, wanting to try out my dad's, tobacco, pipe, and saw two very bright blinking lights towards the horizon, motionless, and assumed they were stars. This repeated over the next couple of hours. They just caught my eye when I went smoking at the window as they were in my direct line of sight. Hours later, I went to smoke once more, and as I looked at the stars, both of them started taking off. The left one moved to the left, at the speed of what a regular plane would go, but quickly disappeared behind my window frame. The right one, though, was what convinced me they were actually UFOs. 
Not only had they stood still all these hours, then both took off at the same time, but the right one was just blasting off, leaving a trail behind. I watched it slack-jawed, going all the way across the sky. We don't have aircraft that could go at that speed or hover in the same spot for hours on end. I get visits from invisible folks sometimes. I see the air bend around them, it's so noticeable, it startles me when one steps towards me. I've dodged to the side because of it before. There are smaller ones, too, who love to run all over sofas and stuff, almost like a riled up dog. I suppose the pitch black orb that sharply flew a curve around my head before disappearing into the wall was related. Two of them were frolicking through our backyard like giant apes. Actually, I heard them approach loudly from the neighbor's yard. One came swinging through the tree, the other, I guess, scaled the fence. Then they were rummaging through our bushes, and there was absolute silence when they came the last few yards towards me. Then came the awful feeling as if something sucked on my neck like two fleshy tubes. Around that time, it felt like the entire city was losing its mind. A drinking buddy at the bar mentioned it too, unrelated, wondering what the heck was happening with people. I guess we'll never know, but I had the weirdest rashes at that time that still bother me after all these years. That was a surreal time, around 2013 or 14. There are a few more things, but I'll leave it at that. I saw what looked like a cat standing on two legs walking next to me one time. It was in 2005 on Camp Casey in South Korea. About 4 in the AM I was walking from Dragon Valley down to the front gate in the dark and saw something in the corner of my eye. It looked just like a black cat but it was walking on its back legs next to me just off the road. When I turned and looked at it, it looked back up at me. I hauled ass for the gate and never saw it again lol. When I was younger, about 12 years ago, my little sister and I had bunk beds in our very tiny bedroom in my grandmother's creepy basement. The size of this room can only really be compared to the size of a walk-in closet. I had the top bunk, my sister had the bottom but she hardly ever slept in the room, she would always sleep with my mom in her bedroom next door. I was a scared child so I always slept with the TV on for light and a little bit of sound. One night it was just me in the room, sleeping on my top bunk when I woke up randomly in the middle of the night. The TV had been turned off by someone or something but in the darkness I could clearly see, standing in the middle of this tiny room, only a couple of feet away from me, was a man. I didn't recognize him at all, but he was there, in my room, clear as day. He was a heavier man dressed in a short-sleeved floral Hawaiian patterned shirt and a pair of light brown shorts. I remember thinking that was weird because it was the dead of winter in central Utah, no one in their right mind would be dressed like that during that time of year. I stared at him and he stared at me. All of the sudden he started to move his hand across his face and do that thing where he'd change his facial expression every time his hand would pass his face. I watched him, in complete bewilderment myself, as he continued doing this for a few seconds before I shut my eyes tightly and covered myself with my blanket. I didn't feel like he was there to hurt me or scare me, but lord was I terrified just from seeing a stranger in my room in the middle of the night. When I mustered the courage to look out from my blanket again he was gone despite me never hearing the door open or shut or hearing any movement at all. This is not my only paranormal experience, it's just the only one where I actually saw someone. Other times have just been shadows or noises or poltergeist activity. I've seen many paranormal images but the only one I'd consider a creature was a long-legged thin man in a black suit. I couldn't see his face. He had a hat that was set low. His head and body looked very small and thin but the legs were disproportionately long. He had gray skin. He was watching me in my kitchen. I lived in a large open floor plan home. I felt very uncomfortable and had to turn to look and about 20 feet away. In my family room was this thing sitting on my couch. 
I froze but was able to ask it to leave. I closed my eyes for a moment and it was gone. Oh my gosh, so let's start with shapeshifters, which describe everything I'm about to say. First, there was a walking cat-like figure which cloaked in front of me. Then, a small, white, shiny cherub-type extraterrestrial appeared. Shadow people were coming out of portals. I saw a dark being with a slender body, almost in the form of an ant's, curvy yet skinny, with large, white, angelic wings. I've seen people being printed, teleported, or light beamed in via things like a large mushroom-looking thing, light night zaps, and large white light movement, in respective order. I've seen triangle helicopters, green super skinny people, and dark oblong people. And most of it was caught on camera. This is what life is like being named Yadidia, friend of God. Growing up in my old place, I always felt a presence in and around the bathroom. Anywhere else in the house felt fine majority of the time. As a four to five year old I was frequently spooked during the night and got into my parents' bed, for reasons I'm still unclear about. Whenever I'd be laying in my parents' bed, laying there awake, trying to calm down, get comfy, go to sleep, etc. I'd always start watching a cluster of floating orbs gratefully appear out of thin air. Shapes, stars, swirls, squares, triangles, would float in and out of a space, sorta like a galaxy screensaver on a big screen, but without being able to see the device projecting it, so to speak. Lil me would drift off to sleep, never actually seeing it dissipate or travel anywhere because I'd be asleep before that happened. Another time at my grandparents' house, around that same age of four to five, spending the night w my two older brothers because dad traveled for work and mum did night shifts in a casino safe. I was walking down the hallway to go into the lounge room when I've looked into the smaller spare room, we slept in a larger spare bedroom because that one became storage, and seemed like I don't know, 15 to 20 shadow figures dancing on all four corners of the room like tribal ritual type dancing. Never seen it again since. Back at old home, we got the bathroom renovated back in 2019 because needed the upgrade. I was 25 years old. One day during construction, the tradesmen had gone on their lunch break. Two had gone to get McDonald's while the others sat outside and ate, had a cigarette, etc. I was using my sewing machine, working on a project when I felt the need to look up toward the direction of the bathroom. I seen a seven feet tall shadow figure staring at me. When he realized I clocked him, he casually bent his tall ass through the doorway and back into the bathroom. Knowing it was just me in the house for the next 40-ish minutes, I got up and walked into the bathroom. Surely enough, no one was in there and I could see the tradies smoking out by. Their cars, chatting away. I thought for a second it could have been the main plumber we hired for the job because he's six feet something, but not quite tall enough to need to bend through a doorway. I also didn't hear anyone come inside because the front door was slightly noisy and the heavy steps of steel cap boots would have made that apparent, but there was no noise. When my fiancé and I were lying in my bed, before we moved in together, we were looking out the window. It was about one in the morning or so and we were just chatting about the stars. I lived on a farm where there was very little light pollution and the only thing in the distance was cornfields, a couple barns, and if you look really close you could make out the airport. We decided that it was finally time to wind down and go to sleep, but instead of closing our eyes to actually try and fall asleep, we continued to look at the stars but didn't say anything. All of a sudden, I saw a giant, red, fluffy-looking fireball in the sky above the airport. I thought my fiancé was asleep so I didn't say anything. I just stared at it. It was moving but completely stationary, like it stayed in one place but it looked like it was sparking? Like a 4th of July sparkler except it was massive and hovering above the airport in the distance. It was so clear. It eventually just disappeared. 
I just lied there motionless with my mouth hanging open trying to work out what I saw, when I hear fiancé whisper did you see that? What the f was that and I flipped over and started geeking out. We spent the next hour talking about it and Google searching anything similar. I didn't sleep very well that night. We still bring it up every once in a while, but nothing ever came of it, and it never happened again. For me, it was a spectral dog that hangs around the road that I lived on a few years ago. It's well known to the locals as haunting that end of the road and there are two types of encounters. Either it appears as a warning of an impending accident, and has often prevented a few, or it shows up after the accident has occurred. Typically described as a large shaggy white dog with glowing red eyes, seen at a distance in the nearby farmer's fields. It wasn't so far away from me. Wife and I were driving home from a long day trip into DC and we were both knackered. We were trying our best to keep each other awake. Her talking to keep my mind going, and I talking to her to keep her awake so she could keep me awake. We had turned onto the road and had a mile and a half to go before we were home when my wife screamed look out. Just as I saw something canid, white, large and shaggy run in front of the car. I slammed on the brakes and swerved but it was too close and we were moving too fast to avoid it. I pulled over to look for the dog that I had to have hit and found nothing. No blood, no fur, no injured dog, no damage to the bumper. Nothing. We gave up looking and drive home. The adrenaline surge kept us going until we got home and for an hour passed that before we were ready to finally go to bed. Told a co-worker about the encounter and that's when she told me about the spectral dog and that I likely ran into that.